Ladies, circle back up for our final exercise. Oh, and please bring your compacts. We're going to be celebrating our beautiful bodies by looking at our vulvas. Hey, remember to love yourself. Thanks, you too. What? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Talking about some you are what you attract. I'm not no lying, cheating, hoe-ass motherfucker. So, I'm confused. I am not what I attract, clearly, because I am not that. So, I'm in a really great place right now. Not mentally. I'm just in my bed. <laughs> Guys, I figured out the reason why I'm single. Apparently, you have to go outside and meet people. Like, you actually have to go outside and talk to them. Yeah, it's gonna be a no for me. Well, yeah, but when you said seasonal depression, I didn't know you meant every season. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, when's the off season? <laughs> Papa needs a break, dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Because the sad. <laughs> so it is every... See, seven seasons in the movie, apparently. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I'll just fuck myself then. Okay. Alright. Okay. What's up, guys? Welcome back to a Hot Mess Podcast. I am here, as always, with my co-host, Ernesto. Hi, Ernesto. How are you, lovey? Oh, what season is it? Just right? make sure that every season. What is that last clip from? Uh, it's uh somebody. He's on uh, TikTok. He's uh he he just uh he makes funny videos. I love his voice. He reminds yeah. me of like the guy from Encino Man. Like I love it. <laughs> so oh, good. Uh, Polly Shore. Yes, yes, yes. I love yeah. it. It's like a no, little I've bro. Used, I, I've used him a couple times uh for different things. So yeah, no, I definitely agree with that too. It's like, man, when when is there an off season? Do right. we ever just get like a, a fucking break? Yeah, that's how that's how I feel right now. Like, you know, this this past week has been really rough. Obviously, you know, you guys know what's been going on. And we had PJ's funeral on Wednesday. And then we had the celebration of life on Friday. And then on top of working all weekend and everything. So it's just been a lot. I'm really tired. Um, I worked a private bartending event last night. I didn't get home until like almost one o'clock. And I have to work today. So I'm fucking tired. But right. um, I'm fucking tired, so I need a break, but I'm off tomorrow, which is nice. So get a little chance to kind of recover. But other than that, how are you doing? So how's life? Uh, life is good. Like, it's just, you know, it is. It has been a weird last, um, I, I say week. Uh, I, I, again, there is, a, you know, since since I'm I'm fairly busy on TikTok with different things, like as far as different groups that I'm a part of. Right. Um, there have been some uh, inner turmoil, I should say, I, I guess. I mean, it's not like something that's like dramatic and drastic for right. everyone. But yeah, I mean, there is there's inner turmoil between people that, you know, we've had to have discussions and, uh, and, and long chats. Um, and you know, I do my best to listen to everyone. I know it doesn't affect everyone in the same way because some people are, you know, it, it is directly at, at, not targeted them, but it is involving them because I really don't, um, 
do much to contribute to the the turmoil. Right. I mean, I try to keep myself in 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 a space where I'm actually either available to everyone or I'm at least trying to offer some either a shoulder, some guidance or assistance guidance, to, yeah. to, to those. That makes sense. Um, so, you know, just working on that, but I'm not also one that, I, you know, these are, these spaces aren't like my primary responsibility. Like I'm not the one that needs to manage these spaces. If it was a space, like let's say on discord, if it was my discord or something like that, then of mm-hmm. course I would do a much better job of managing and making sure that that's it, but it's not my space. Right. So of course I try to do my best to, mediate and mitigate any real issues but uh, you know i also have other responsibilities i've got kids of my own i've got things that i right. need to handle so i don't so you know uh just going through that the last uh, uh few days last week and then just other um again i don't like to use drama but just other situations that have happened on on uh, on social media that are um are, are, are very sketchy and very, very um, troubling. Right. They're really And, you troubling. know, Ernesto and I both have, you know, a presence on social media and we have our own, you know, following and, and stuff like that. So I totally get it. I mean, I've had times like that too. So it comes in waves, you know, like people get triggered by things that you post or things that you say on live or whatever, you know. I've had so many things like that, um, same as you, so – yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just um, uh, and the one there is one that's that's becoming a little more prevalent um, uh, with somebody who's who's a problem, who yeah. who really is a problem on the internet, and um, I, I won't, you know, name s- names, speak specifics on yeah. uh, on here one because I don't want that problem to 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 kind of invade this space. Uh, because I wouldn't be surprised if that problem were to come in this space, because that's yeah. the kind of person that that person is. Right. That person is the is the kind of person that will just just for the sake of because if somebody's put you know has their name in their mouth, they will get real problematic because they do, and they get problematic with everyone, yeah. not just not just uh, uh, people they have uh, opposing views on or just don't like. I mean this this most recent this most recent thing they they were they were doing a lot of lives together like kind of like a a live show or you should say you know that's what he mm-hmm. calls it at least mm-hmm. to the um uh to the person who was hosting the lives this person she was just like these are my lives and we're having a conversation but when she started getting subscribers and things like that he wanted a cut and he was like you know or when she wanted to change it up a little bit, talk about different topics. He didn't want that. And um, he, you know, he was not very nice to her about the whole situation. So she's like, all right, well, we're just going to cut ties because I do want to, these are my lives and I want to run them the way I want to run them. Right. And he didn't like that. So he started getting threatening. She was like, you know what, we're going to cut ties. And he's like, well, you got you, we got su- subscribers on this show. She's like, this isn't a show. This is my lives. Yeah. But if they subscribe, they're not subscribing to the show. They're subscribing to me. Yeah. Whether that's true or not, it doesn't matter because it is still her life. Yeah, if they individual. were subscribing to both of them, then, yes. then they could subscribe to both of them. But yes. they weren't. They were subscribing to her live. Exactly. Uh, but she was like, you know what, in all fairness, I'll give you a cut of what, what I think, um, you know, you would deserve on this. And right. he still 
you know, and then he started, he started threatening her with it. Well, you know, if you, if you're going to do, I, I don't, I, I'm not going to permit you to do lives on your own. It's either my way or you're not going to have an opportunity. Well, then do it on your own, buddy. Do it on your own. Mm. Well, that's the thing is, you know, it's like a dual thing. He probably feels like he couldn't do it on his own. Well, almost like he needed her, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, it got to the point where he started threatening her and then he did. He put out all of her information. And TikTok is like a weird it's a weird place. It's not for everybody, especially when you start getting into TikTok lives and, you know, things like that. It's a different community and it's a different vibe, you know, Yeah. just like I'm sure Discord is very different than, you know. Oh, yeah, Discord TikTok can be very toxic. And, and things like that, too. So you have to be, you know, really tough, really strong to be able to kind of handle those things. So, yeah, I, TikTok lives are not for everyone. That's for sure. No, no, like, it definitely isn't. But yeah, you're right. Like I've been feeling a shift lately. Um, obviously, the past couple of weeks have been really hard for me and really tough. But I feel like everyone's kind of feeling it. Um, I've had a lot of weird uh-huh. dreams lately. I haven't been sleeping. I've been a little more anxious. So there's definitely like a shift in the energy around like lately. But um, this episode, we want to get into something, you know, a little bit more lighthearted, a little bit more fun because... You know, the past couple episodes have been, you know, a a tad different. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I really want to get back into, you know, our regular kind of routine and things like that. So Ernesto had this idea and I really liked it. And it was favorite movie quotes, ones that you really like, ones that are so notorious and people remember um well i mean they don't even have to be that i mean i, I, I yeah there are those just, quotes that everyone remembers but the ones that right, you like the ones that right. i like and you know yeah, yeah some of them personal. are going to be some of them are going to be very very um familiar you right. know there might be some that you, you nobody else outside of you has heard of exactly yeah so i'm going to do five or is going to do five yeah. I'm not really good at guessing. I don't know if I'll be able to guess yours, but I want to see if you can guess mine because I know you're like a movie buff. So <laughs> um, and then also for you guys listening, see how many you can catch out of, you know, the 10 of them. See if you guys know which what they are. Right. Some are super easy, obviously, for me, but some maybe, maybe not. So, yeah. 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 It is, uh, um, you know. I, I mean, I think mine are pretty much uh, are are pretty familiar. Okay, mine they too, will be except, except one, maybe one. But okay, I'm gonna start, and I'm gonna start with the cheesiest and easiest one that I have, and I'm gonna tell you why I really like this one. Okay, E.T. von Holm. Okay, we all know that one. But... Uh, Wreck It Ralph. <laughs> right. The reason why I love this one so much, first of all, I love that movie all growing up into my adulthood. My son loves that movie. And I remember him coming into the room and he had a white sheet over his head. Mm-hmm. And he walks in the room with his finger sticking straight up and he goes, the old old. So I love that memory. I have that video. I wish I could share it with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's definitely like one of my all-time favorites. And I love that movie. And I love Drew Barrymore. Let me just tell you. I love I'm, her. Uh, yeah, I'm in love with that woman. I'm I in love, love with her. that. I've, been, I've loved Drew Barrymore since, you know, I mean, cause she, she is, I think, a year younger than I am. Uh-huh. She's a year younger than I am. Uh, and I've loved her in everything she's been in and everything yeah. she's done. She's Even through classic. the troubles that she's gone through, you know, she was able to get through them. And yeah, I, I you know. 
I don't watch her show because I don't watch daytime television, but I do yeah, catch I don't clips either. of it. I do On catch TikTok. clips of it. She's just adorable. I know. The cutest She's thing so in the world. sweet. I know. And, um, I know. you know, e either she plays genuine very well or she is very genuine. You know what I mean? She, I think she is. I do. I do think she is. I do think that she is very genuine and she just loves the things. I don't know if you saw the one. Uh, I don't know if it was like for her birthday or, or what, but her... Um, I, one of her guys, uh, I, I don't know who it is, one of the people on the show that was also with her, blindfolded her and then led her into a glass box, like uh -huh. a huge glass box, and locked her in. And then mm -hmm. she t he said, you know, finally take, he said, all right, take off your, um, uh, take off your blindfold. So she took them off. She's like, what's going on here? And he goes, um, uh, well, we know how much you are a fan of you, the show You. Oh, and then Penn Badgley walks out and she just yeah. fangirled out like I right outside. It. She was just like up against the glass case, like, <laughs> oh my gosh. And then Penn Badgley gave her like some paper towels and a and a um a spray bottle with like cleaner. So like we know how much you like it. She goes, You guys know me so well. It's just oh, the yeah. most adorable thing. I absolutely I love, love when it. I love when celebrities get like fangirl or fan when they fangirl. You know I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I love yeah. it. And she is it. very expressive, so it comes out so, so cute, so adorable, yeah. just how she is. And I'm sure she had met him before. I mean, it's almost it's almost impossible for her to not have met him, especially right. considering she's always been a fan and she does have Kinda, she is the kind of celebrity that can meet anybody she wants. Anybody, right? But it's yeah. also a possibility she didn't want to meet him, so she was trying to avoid the whole thing because she knew she was such a fed. There right. are those people, celebrities, and celebrities and just, are, are no different. Yeah, well, yeah. There are those people, celebrities and regular folk that will sit there and say, "I don't want to meet this person uh, right. because I just don't know how I can see myself, hand myself around them." So yeah. I mean, it's been the possibility. It was. It, it is a possibility she did meet him, but I think if she did want to prior to that, she did. Right. There's no so way she cute. could. But yeah, I, still, I gotta, she was I gotta, still. I gotta find that clip now. Julia Roberts. That's how she is with Denzel. Oh, I love it. She she d with Denzel Washington. She is like that. No matter any any time you've seen the, like an interaction where she had to speak with him when she when she had to, um, when she uh gave him his uh, academy award she was the she was the um what are the they presenter. called the, the presenter. presenter she was the uh -huh. presenter and this was after aaron brockovich it was the following year you know because the following year um um the uh the the winner for leading actress presents this year's leading actor and vice versa so right. last year's leading actor presents this year's leading actress. So that's what it was. So and Denzel and Denzel won for Training Day the following year, oh, and Denzel. her excitement and just I mean, love that she has for him is so it's so amazing. It is so amazing to see, and it's just I love that. I love the fact that when you know you can see even even celebrities fan out. It's genuine, you know. Yeah, it is, yeah, it's and genuine. it's uh, you know, and it's an appreciation too. I mean, they know. Yeah. yeah all so, the hard work that goes into movies and right. you know yeah all right so what's your first one okay so i have a, a a couple of them and you may be able to catch them before i tell you what it is because they are adorable i mean this one especially is just beautiful i just love the sentiment behind it okay um but where it comes from it's like oh okay i see that but that quote is some people are worth melting for no <laughs> Yeah. Well, when I tell I, you, when I tell I, you, when I tell you what it is, you're going to be like, oh, yeah. Okay. It was Olaf. Oh. 
okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you remember the oh, line where oh, she was uh, like, oh, yeah. no, you're melting. And he's like, some people are worth melting for. Oh. I love that. And that just that brings me to tears when I see that because it's just I get that. I completely yeah. get that. I mean, if we, it was just it was just loyalty and love that what he had that he didn't right. care that he was going to melt away. He was just right. saying that you're worth it. And I love that. I and love that, that, mo about that movie was so big too. I it remember my my niece was obsessed for like five years. Her whole entire room was frozen, and you know, like yeah. I still have videos of Cambria. We're sitting there going to the, going getting on on the bus going to Disney, and she's holding, she's clutching her a little. She had a, at that time, it was a Samsung Galaxy Tab. She yeah. had it resting on her chest, um, and she was playing Let It Go. Uh, on there and she's she I have I'm recording her and she's doing like the motions like she's like let it you know just doing yeah. the hand motions so uh, that Elsa did sing while singing let it go and I love that and it's so cute because I uh, I remember that specific time because um I didn't record the other girl but this other girl was singing along with her on the side and camera saw her and waved at her and it was just the cutest thing and the mom was sitting there just thought it was it was adorable this girl was probably cl really pretty close to camera's age at the time yeah so it was just the most adorable thing because she's singing it and then she looks over and sees that this girl's watching her and kind of singing along with her and she just waves at her it's just really really cute i love oh. that i'll send you i have that video so i'll send it to you yeah i love that um, and so that one, that was, that's my first and that. I'll side. send you, I'll send you Carter's ET video. Car Car okay. Yeah. Send me a <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's, that's, um, that's the one that, that, uh, I wanted to start with because it was mushy. It was cute. It was adorable. And it is a memorable quote if you know where it came from. Right. Okay. Now see if you can guess my second. I know, <laughs> I have a feeling you're going to guess it. Okay. Super easy. And this has been notorious for everyone for so long. Keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. Keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. I think that's a. If anyone's going to get uh, it, it's going to be you. Notorious movie. Yeah. I, I, a it, it's movie. a gangster movie. Yes. But I can't picture which one it is. I don't think it's The Godfather. It is. It is The Godfather. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I've. Uh -huh. I mean, I grew up on those movies, loved those movies. Um, yes, but it's so true. You know what I mean? It's like, you do have to keep those people close to kind of make sure that like, they're not going to do some dumb shit. Right. Yeah. I, no, lo I, agree. I loved that quote. I yeah. It's a great quote. quote. It's a great quote. And it just, you know, it's, it's a, it's a good lesson to, as yes. well. And that, that's just to say, you just, you, you include them and you enter them, you insert them into your bubble, into your world, no. but no, no, you keep it, you keep tabs. Yes. You keep tabs with those people that you know are dangerous because you, you want to know that you know or, or ones that are trying to ruin your uh, you know your reputation or your, whatever your, your yeah. world they're trying to interrupt yeah. yeah definitely keep tabs on that and, and let them know yeah. you know because people sit there and, and and again we've had this discussion again about social media where you get a lot of people say just ignore them ignore the haters ignore that sometimes no you can't do that you really can't can. do that because those particular some there are some particular haters that are more than just haters there's much there are much more right. and you got to keep your eyes yeah. out for them because it gets dangerous. It can get very, you know? very dangerous for sure. Yeah. You yeah. might get I mean, this I keep... one. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Oh, well, I was you... just going to say, I, I've been having like a little stalker issue, a uh -huh. different one. And he's been making so many different profiles and he just made a new one. So I'm always keeping tabs on him. I'm always like, look, I will talk to, I will talk, I will talk to my brother. Okay. I'll talk right. to my brother. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding, bro. Oh. Okay. <laughs> 
how'd you guess it? <laughs> so good. Okay, go. Go, go. All right. So, um, I mean, this one is a, it's, it's, this one is, see, the first quote was kind of a hidden within a bunch of great quotes out of, out of Frozen. This one was okay. hidden, you know, this one is actually probably the biggest quote out of this film. And okay. that, that quote is life moves pretty fast. If you don't look around and one if you don't look around once in a while, you might miss it. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah. Yep. Ferris Bueller's that. Day Off. Yeah, I love that. Yep. I love that quote. And I love that movie. That movie's great. Yeah, such a good great. movie. It's yeah. a classic for sure. Mm -hmm. By far, and it still holds to this day. Oh, yeah. It holds to this day. I love those movies that, you know, uh, one, because it's just, one, it wasn't um, directed at a specific time frame. Right. It was just what it was. Yeah, of course, it is based off of, like, just what was going on in the, in the world at that time. Like, you know, uh, I got a computer, she got a car, all this, you know, these things that, right. that, you know, nobody had cell phones or anything like that. So it was not like it was, you know, it translates to modern times as far yes. as this, the movie goes itself. But the message, the actual antics, all of that stuff kind of can translate into, into modern times. So people can right. still watch it and, and relate. Yeah, definitely relate. So yeah, it's definitely a movie that, you know, I'm going to have Carter watch, you know, mm -hmm. one day because it's a classic. No, my, my kids have seen it. My kids yeah. have seen it. So yeah. And yeah. um, uh, what's your name? Um, I can't remember the actress's name. So stunning. Yeah. So stunning. Just the most gorgeous eyes. Big, big, beautiful eyes. She was so stunning. Yeah. And she I mean, she's done a lot of stuff since then, but it was it's not nothing compared to the size of of, of that. Yeah, that was huge. So it was nothing the size of that. But she's been in quite a few pretty big projects as well. Right. Mia. Mia Sarah. There it is. Mia Sarah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I couldn't remember her last name, but yeah, I, I knew it was Mira. Um, yeah. Yeah. So she's been in a few things. But yeah, that was the one that really stood out for me. Yeah. I love that. All right. You better guess this one, okay? Because I'm going to say it in the voice. Are you oh, jeez. Here's Johnny. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Please tell me you know that one. Of course I know what that one is. Okay. <laughs> jeez. So what is that's it? From, that's from uh, Who Framed Roger? No, it's from... No. Um, I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I know it's not It's not Who Framed Roger. Rodder. It is from The Shining. Yes. Yeah. So the only reason I really remember that is that was the first movie as a child that really terrified me. I can that, see why. That's such a scary film. I could not go to the bathroom without opening the shower curtain. Of course. Like, I was so terrified as a child. That was the very first movie that scared the living shit out of me. Uh -huh. So I remember that, <laughs> that quote over yeah. and over and over. I love what they decided to do with um uh with that like just a representation of that movie in the other movie Ready Player One. Oh yeah, I, mm -hmm. I love how they did started to represent that in that film, which right. is really really good. How they yes. how they played, and it I loved that movie too. That was yeah. really cool. Ready Player One was a phenomenal movie. I wish yeah. we had something like that in real life. That'd kind of be cool. Yeah, uh, I, I can't see why we're not. We're getting pretty darn close right now I with know. the Oculus and how it is. I mean, and I then know. you can now buy like. You can buy vests that you could put on where it will it will you you'll right. feel the vibrations. I mean, well, I'm even not... the, just the virtual reality goggles and right, like right. That's the, the like, Oculus yeah, yeah, that will connect crazy. to your vest and all that stuff. It is yes. getting there. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens soon. Yeah. Um, the book for the, the the sequel to the book, Ready Player Two, it gets even crazier. 
it gets right. even crazier. I don't know um, how they can translate that into a movie because the story is so wild how how they yeah. go from what they were already in to what they are in now in in ready player two it is a great great story a great book but just um uh just a synopsis of uh, of of the of ready player two i mean if you guys want to read it i would highly recommend it but in ready player two the egg opens up and there is um technology um there where you can also now you can actually remove your memories and then program and then upload them so other people can live in your memories so you can actually now or you can actually okay, or the technology is to the point where you can actually look uh kind of say where you upload but you upload where it's you actually are in a in somebody else's memory and live that memory and feel yeah. that memory so it is pretty crazy it's it's wild That's cool. You know, it's one thing I've always wanted or I wish that I could have is a recording of my dreams. Mm -hmm. I've always thought that would have been really cool because I have some really crazy lucid dreams yeah. all the time, almost every night. And I wish that I had a recording so I could watch it back as like a movie. Yeah, I cool. the one the one thing that I don't know how I, I don't know if I would want that just because um some of them are, are pretty frightening. Yeah. You know, I mean, some of them I got, are pretty frightening. I got shot three times by my mother in my dream. Oh, I got shot so many times. I've, I've, yeah. I've, I've lived, I've lived the red dawn existence like many times. And yeah. I, if you guys don't know what the red dawn existence is or red dawn, it is the movie where, where the, this, you know, the United States have are infiltrated right. and they take over, uh, uh, you know, a, well, in, in the movie, they take over a certain portion of, of the United States. Uh, and I, I've lived that many, many times in yeah. my brain where right. we get invaded and I'm, I'm taken out and, and it's just, yeah, it, it is, it is, it is weird. So there, I mean, and that's just the tip of the iceberg as far as what goes on in my twisted mind while yeah. I sleep. You're like, I want to keep them as dreams, please. <laughs> yeah. They're dreams. I don't want to relive them. And, you know, see, I want to see it. I want to see it because, you know, you already know this about me, but there's one thing that I do is I study dreams. Yeah. And I've done that ever since I was a child because my mother did it as well. We used to always have dream books and my mom would diagnose my dreams and tell me what it meant. I do the same thing. I do past life regression and dream studies and all this kind of stuff. So I would love that. But yeah, my dreams probably past my time, but my dreams uh, to me mean that I am a voluntary uh, insomniac. No, I, no, it's right. not that bad, but. Uh, but some people it's crazy because there are actually people that I've talked to where they're like, I don't dream. Oh, I know people that don't dream. Yeah, I, I know don't people dream. that don't dream. I mean, okay, uh, see, I, 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 everybody dreams. They just don't remember that they, they don't dream. remember. Yeah. Yeah, you just and can't think, recall that. And I think also, and this is just my own personal opinion, I think it comes down to people who are a little bit more aware than others, right? Where hmm. like you and I are very aware of things. We're very open-minded. We're very kind of like out there in a good way. And I think that's why we do. Right. Personally. Well, and I told you, I mean, that you know, I. Uh, what was it a couple of days ago i think i told you that my daughter she called me as soon as she woke up to tell me that she had a nightmare yes you know yes. she's one that has that same thing she's has such a yeah. vivid memory um i know my son dreams and the reason why i know that he dreams is because he actually does talk in his sleep yeah. and he will have full-on conversations right while he sleeps so i know that he dreams i know that she dreams and they both remember she she tells me um yeah. uh 
uh, about these things. She's comfortable enough to actually express to me whether she had a good or bad dream and what she was scared and all that stuff. So I'm glad that she can, she's confident and comfortable enough to do that and discuss that with us. Yeah, I love that. So yeah. there's a fun fact about me is I have a sleep journal mm -hmm. or a dream journal, whatever you want to call it. And I keep a notebook right next to my bed and a pen. And every time I wake up from a dream, I write down as many, because you know how like, dreams seem so real and then you wake up and the the further the day goes on yeah you'll start forgetting you start forgetting or it's it's like oh well that's laughable you know what i mean so i write down everything that i can remember the second i wake up yeah and then i go back and then i study it so like if i see there was one time i saw like three spiders coming down you know from the ceiling and then i google it and i research and i kind of find out like meanings behind it but yeah, I like doing that because right. dreams do fade. Guys, here's a tip also. If you guys want to do that but don't like to write, you do have voice notes on your phones. Everybody's yeah. got a voice note on their phone, a right. voice note app. If you're not if you don't if you have an iPhone, if you have a uh, if you have an Android, you can definitely download a voice recording app or anything like that and record those. As soon as right. you wake up, spend the first 5 minutes just telling you talking about your dream and having it on there that way you can always recall it. Right. You can always recall it. I mean, like that's just a, that's an easy way to do that. Yeah, I feel like dreams are the one thing that's, you know, and I've said this so many times, are not studied enough, that are not understood. And I do think that, you know, we go to a different planet, a different realm. There's something beyond us that we don't fully know. It's like the Matrix, right? Like, yeah. there has to be something else, because why the fuck do we go into these other places while we sleep? It just yeah. doesn't make sense to me, you know? I don't know. All right, what's your next one? um wasn't that mine oh it's my turn just kidding okay yeah mine was the life moves faster the first yes. okay so this one i'll give you one hint it's from disney okay it's the only hint i'm gonna give you okay the past wait 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 wait, wait. No, no 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 it is mine because um you did uh here's johnny oh okay never okay, mind now you were gonna you were gonna <laughs> jump in yeah <laughs> i knew it guys it's ernesto's fault yeah. Hey, okay, I stopped go. you before you were actually <laughs> able to do it. So, all right. So mine actually, um, uh, yeah, I don't think you'll get it because I don't think most of these, with the exception of like the major ones, because this is another one that is, it is a good quote, but it's not the quote of the film. Okay. Okay. So this one here is, um, bury me in the ocean with my answers that jumped from the ship because they knew death was better than bondage. Titanic? No. <laughs> I don't know. No. So that was actually um, um, that was actually from Black Panther, original Black Panther. Okay. And this actually okay. happened, um, uh, for those of you guys who uh, haven't seen the movie, um, that was actually the character. It was Michael B. Jordan's character, Killmonger. Right. And he was the villain of the film. Right. Um, and at the end, uh, uh, at the end of the film, spoiler alerts if you haven't watched it, but at the end of the films, uh, of course, Black Panther wins. Chadwick Boseman wins, stabs him in the chest, and he's dying out. So he takes him out to watch the sunrise of Wakanda because he said his dad always wanted to bring him back to Wakanda to watch the sunrise. The most beautiful sunrise was there. So he took him out to watch. And as he was saying this, Chadwick was starting to realize, you know what? Um, he goes, well, we have the technology. We can save you. Yeah. And that's when he said that, that he's like, nah, nah, um, uh, I don't want you to save me for me to end up just in shackles the rest of my life. 
because he right. knows he committed multiple crimes. He, 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 he killed a lot of people. So he knew that all he was going to end up doing was being imprisoned. So why would he even want that? So that's what yeah. he said, bury me in the ocean. I think um, uh, he is still by far one of my favorite villains because he had legitimate reasons for his cause. Right. Why he his was cause? Doing the why he was, he was doing. doing the things he was doing? He right. had very legitimate, real life reasons for it. One, his father was murdered because uh, his father was murdered. Not only by, he was, not only his father was murdered, but was murdered by his brother. Right. His father, his father's brother, Chadwick's dad, murdered him, or, or uh, um, T'Challa's dad murdered murdered him. Right. He wanted to go, and he was upset at the fact that there was all this technology in Wakanda, and they weren't sharing it with the rest of the world, especially the uh, especially the black communities of the world that were suffering. They're sitting there living in this great, great community, this great world that they've created because of this technology that they've had, and the rest of the world is suffering. Right. So he was pissed, and that's and people got that. People got that from him. So he is by far my favorite villain in any film in any genre because yeah. he, he had more purpose and reason than almost any of them. Any no? others. Right. Yeah. Right. I love that. Those movies are so good, too. Yes, they are. Love those movies. I know they're some of your favorites for sure. Yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> I had a feeling one was going to come from that movie. I had a feeling. Yeah. Okay. Now we'll get back to my Disney one. <laughs> I think you guys will get this one. I think you will too. Um, okay. The past can hurt, but the way I see it, you can either run from it or learn from it. Uh, uh, I think that's Lion King. Yep. You got yeah, it. Yeah. Yep. Rafiki. Mm -hmm. Rafiki, darling. He was so wise in that movie. I loved him. Yeah, he was. I loved his character. And I do love that quote, you know? Yeah. Because it's sure. like everything that you've been through in your past, like for me, because I've been through so much, it is a lesson. It's a teaching point. It's like, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. So I'm going to do this or this hurt me. So I'm going to do it this way. Yeah. And I think that's a beautiful like lesson. So I think, you know, children, especially, but adults as well, you know, who would hear that quote can really be like, oh, shit. All right. Rafiki, right. Rafiki understands life, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I love that quote. It is. It is. I mean, just the whole the whole thing as far as the lessons that he was teaching him in that in in that scene in right. and of itself. Yes, um, it, it's great. It's funny we have two. We have we don't we both have we both have Matthew Broderick quotes in our. Yes. Well, even though it wasn't his quote, he was part right. of that right. part of that scene because yes. he was um, uh, Simba. Right. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, this one here, I don't see how you couldn't get. Um, uh, I don't see how most people couldn't get it now, unless they just didn't watch this movie, which I think a hundred, almost a hundred percent of people in the world have seen. You have seen this movie, or at least have seen this scene. Okay. Um, and that's do or do not. There is no try. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the look the look on her face I'm so bad at this you guys yeah. it's like when you tell me i'm like oh yeah but yeah of course yeah to okay. infinity and beyond oh right. uh, no i'm kidding woody <laughs> <laughs> okay what is it uh it's yoda from the empire strikes back i have not seen any star wars movies ernesto but you you've seen you know who i'm talking about 
Obi Wan Kenobi. You know who you know who Yoda is. Oh Yoda. <laughs> Obi Wan Kenobi. I said Yoda. Oh my god! Never seen any of those <laughs> movies. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was uh, you know this was in Empire Strikes Back when Luke finally goes and he starts getting trained to be a Jedi from Yoda. You know, okay. Yoda was in. Um, uh, he he. I wouldn't say. I guess he exiled himself. Okay. You know, they never explained why until the newer movies started coming out. They're like the prequels. Okay. So you just all you know is you just know about this old Jedi that's just take this is removed himself from from everything he just right. was going to live the rest of his life as a hermit and yeah. you know on a planet that nowhere no one else ex lives right when so luke found him and he started training he started training him oh luke and, oh i'm acting i'm acting like i know about the movie i'm like oh, you're like, oh yeah luke luke dad yeah luke. that's right yeah. um and there was a scene where he's sitting there and he's like, well, try do, you know, do this, do this one thing. And Luke kind of being a, I wouldn't say happy go lucky in the whole scene, but more just like a whatever kind of thing. He was like, all right, I guess I'll, I'll try. Yeah. And then that's when he said, do or do not, do or do not. There is no try. And I love that. I love that quote just because, yeah, that is true. I mean, yeah, of course you want to try things out, but but the, but the thing is, it's just that don't just don't go under the assumption that you're just going to try it. Do it, you know. Do right. it. Yeah, of course, say try. Yeah, definitely, but do it. Don't just go under the assumption that yeah, I'm going to try. If it's right. something that you want to, if you want to accomplish, do it. I like don't that. try it. I love how there are so many. Um like hidden gems in films you know what i for mean for sure yeah yeah i mean writers are, are just i mean screenwriters yeah. are not are the least appreciated right people in there right in the in the film industry you know exactly but they're the ones that come up with the words for the most yeah well my last one i didn't write down i'm actually going to read it off my phone i saved the best for last and the longest for last so i'll pull it up on my phone this one might be a little bit harder. This is one of my favorite movies growing up. My dad introduced me to this movie at a very young age. And White Man one... Can't Jump. <laughs> no. no, okay. No. I just I just need to throw something out there and see if it's good. <laughs> this one really, like, got me to my core. It made me laugh. It was really dark. It was really sad. And... It really made me feel a lot of different things. And it's a very long movie. Um, and I feel like a lot of people have seen this, but it might be a little bit more difficult for some. You have to listen how I'm saying the words too. I, I am saying everything word by word, okay? I want it over and done. I do. I'm tired, boss. Tired of being on the road, lonely as a sparrow in the rain. Tired of not having me a buddy to be with. Or tell, tell me where we's coming from or going to or why. Mostly I'm tired of people being ugly to each other. I'm tired of all the pain I feel and hear in the world every day. There's too much of it. It's like pieces of glass in my head all the time. Can you understand? Of course I know where that's from. Okay. Of course I know where that's from. Great. Um, I can understand if some people don't. I mean, but yeah, yeah. I mean... Uh, 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 but a green mile is just a very powerful film. Yes, a one green my, mile is just an incredible movies. film. And you know what? 
so and the character is um, John Coffey, but it's Michael Clark Duncan who, you know, passed away. He, he R- passed away. R.I.P. Yes. yes. And he was just an angel in this movie. An absolute. And in, in, in most films that he was in, yes, he was an angel. But made to be a devil. Mm-hmm. But it was the time that it was made. He was also a black man, a very large black man. Right. And racism, you know, was at an all time high. For sure. And he was innocent. You know, but a big, but a big baby, you know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. like a big teddy bear. And so the whole entire time, it's like you're angry and then you're laughing and you're sad. And like this movie brings out so many different emotions. And I loved that film. Yeah. And it just changed. I mean, you can see the transformation within the cast uh, yes. or, or within the characters in the film from yes. from from start to finish because right. of because of this man, this one yes. individual who although he knows that he was treated and he is treated poorly yeah. is not going to actually let that change who, who he, he was he was still kind exactly it would yeah. never let him change and they were they tried so hard to change him there were yes. certain people there were certain characters in that that film that wanted to make him out to be they wanted him to they, they they tried to push him to the point where he was the villain that they portrayed him as or that they exactly. that they wanted him to be portrayed as yeah. And that was, yeah, it was just, I mean, his strength in, in, and ability to, to, to not allow that to happen. Right. Um, uh, and, 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 you know, furthermore, even help people within, yeah. uh, it, it help people that didn't, that wouldn't help him. Yeah. And that but was, that, you know, but that last sentence that he says, it's like pieces of glass in my head all the mm-hmm. time. Yeah. It's, it was like debilitating for him. Because it's like he already knew about racism. He knew, you know, how the world was. He knew what his heart was like. Well, and That's... his abilities provided him with the the, 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 the ability to, to know what they're thinking. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's painful. That would eat someone alive. It's like that feeling where it's like everyone blames you for something that you didn't do. Yeah. You know, and I, I've been there. And I've that, been and that. And and when people, yeah, there are certain people that will sit there and, you know, when, when you know, when everybody's played this game where it's like, what's su- what's your, what superpower would you want? Right. And when people say the ability to remember, I, I even thought, I even said it, um, I, uh, the, not the ability to read minds, but the ability to know what somebody's thinking. And that's because yeah. a completely different thing. Cause if you're reading, if you're reading somebody's mind, you're going through some really messed up stuff. But if you know what right. somebody's thinking, you might be able to avoid the really messed up stuff just to know what that's what's going on. And right. I think that's a, a that is a stark difference. But when people say reading people's minds, oh no. That'd be too much. Oh no. I'm anxious enough. I don't want to know what people are thinking. <laughs> right. Mm-mm. I yeah, already sure think you. like 10 things at once. So exactly. I don't need I don't need that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that that's a, that, that, that start right there it just turns my stomach. Just, just I'll take it, I'll that. take invisibility all day every day. <laughs> <laughs> Allow me to fly. Um I'm gonna that's... go and scare Ernesto while he's sleeping Jeez. and like pretend like his house is haunted. <laughs> No, you'll walk in here. You go, where are your hands? Where are your hands? And then you'll walk right back out and just never look at me the same oh, way. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Like, what are you doing to that stuffed animal? No, uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> I um, Okay, so mine is... Uh, my last one is, is actually a pretty... Again, also pretty well-known. Uh, it's actually... By somebody that I know you love, it was spoken. The words were spoken by someone that I know that Harry you Styles. absolutely love. <laughs> um, I've never seen no. Uh, 
I haven't. I still haven't seen the uh, the movie. Was it uh, any of them? Don't worry, in? darling. Don't worry, darling. I still haven't seen yet. And no. then there's another one. I forget. I can't remember which one it is, but I haven't seen any Harry Styles movies where he starred in them. You know. Lame. Well, I just haven't. What can I say? Loser. Just kidding. Um, but this one here, um, we got to go all the way back to 1991. First of all, for first of all, I haven't guessed any of yours. You haven't guessed any of mine. So, yeah. <laughs> I told you I'd be horrible at this game. Right. Um, yeah, I think the only one that was even close, the, the only two that were remotely close, all the other, all of my quotes have been from like the 90s, uh, the early 90s or early 80s. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, the Ferris Bueller was in the 80s. Um, Empire Strikes Back was 1980. Okay. Um, and this one is from 1991, and it is to live. To live would be an awfully big adventure. And again, you're gonna you're gonna be like, yes, of course. Wait, say it again. To live, to live would be an awfully good adventure. Or it will be an awfully big adventure. Is it Disney? Um. Or Pixar? No, it's well, Pixar wasn't around in 1991. Oh, you're right. You're right. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's Robin Williams from Hook. Oh. Peter Pan. R.I.P. Man, I loved yeah. that man. And that was the that was the last line of the whole film. Yeah. Last line of the whole film was, you know, what's you know his uh, uh, Wendy asked him, what well, what now, what now, Peter? And he says, uh, to, you know, uh, what what's the what's there left to do? He goes to live. To live is an awfully big adventure because yeah, because that was the whole thing is that was Peter Pan's life was just to be in to just to just to have adventures to be a yeah. kid and have adventures. But yeah. Peter Banning, when he grew up, that's what he wanted. He wanted just to live. That's that's why he became Peter Banning and stopped being Peter Pan. He wanted to have a family. He wanted to have kids. He wanted yeah. to grow up and see. And that's what he wanted. He didn't yeah. know he wanted that until years and years and years and years and years of being a kid. But he knew yeah. that that's what he really, really wanted. Yeah. No, but it, it, it didn't happen until he found somebody he wanted to have kids with, which was Wendy's granddaughter. In that yeah. film, and I love that film so much. I love that Me film. Too. It's an yeah, amazing film. Yeah, obviously, I watched it all growing up, and even in my adulthood. And you know, Carter's watched it. He was on like a hook kick for a while, mm -hmm. and he watched it probably like six times. It's such a good movie, Jeez, and I love Robin that... Williams. I mean, yeah. he he can't fucking miss. Like any movie he's ever done has been gold, right? And I love for and sure. I love him. Always. I mean, even the roles that you don't expect him to be. Yeah. So spot. I mean, the role that got him the Academy Award was right. not a role that you would think would have. What he it would have been played by him, but because right. it was played by him and the way it was played by him, right. got him that Academy Award. Yes. That was Goodwill Hunting. Yes. And you know that one right there. That was also there was another quote in it I was going to use from from it, but I just uh, you know we're only going to do five. But yeah, Robin Williams in that one, he's just spot on absolutely spot on in every single way shape or form even when he got upset and even when he just just the, just his tone and his mannerism in there you could still see a bit of robin williams in it when he would you know at certain points of it that last little bit of it one of the last lines again he comes out with some of the best lines in in movies one of the last lines in goodwill hunting is um bastard stole my line and that was i just love that i love the fact that that was the last one and it was just so subtle but but 100 percent robin williams yeah just how it was how it was spoken right 
And that was, I yeah. I love too that there was this thing that I read, which I never knew, was that he hired multiple homeless people in every movie that he did. Oh, wow. To give them work and to get them some money. I love that. Every single movie that he did, he made sure that there were homeless people that were in his films, whether they were just like, you know, stand-ins or, you know, walking the street or whatever it was. He always did that. Yeah. And I loved him for that. And you know what? I I don't get starstruck. And, you know, when celebrities die, I'm like, oh, that's sad. I, I feel empathy for their family. But I never, like, cry or anything like that. I cried when Robin Williams died. There are certain people that 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 would that definitely hit me much harder than it would anybody else. Right. Uh, and Robin Williams one, you know, and 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 laugh or not, Kobe Bryant was another one that really hit me hard. Yeah. And it wasn't just because yeah. he was a basketball player. And yeah, of course he had his issues, and he did go through what he went through. Um, and and whether it, whether um, whether whatever the ha- whatever happened, how he was with his children was so amazing to me right just how he was with his children just just and that's why that's why twitch's death got to me the way it did because you saw how he was with his family that that alone i mean and of course a lot of moms and dads die um that happens yeah all the time it's the way that it happens but one is the one is the way that it happened and two just because i know and i've seen how they interact and react and and they are amongst their family and yeah of course it is that it is a public perception just that may be portrayed that's not the same i just don't feel that i feel it's i feel it's more than that just and wrong or not that's how i feel and that's how i see it and that's what i see and just to see um um just to see that he that they are gone and their kids are not able to be around them anymore it's just hard it's very very hard to see very hard to see and that hurts me for their kids and for their spouses and for the people that love them their families hurts me so much this is why you know i advocate so much for mental health because you know you you see twitch for example and you know robin williams and yeah looking from the outside in like they have everything they need, right? Twitch had a beautiful wife, beautiful children, a big house, a great career, was nice, was funny, a great dancer, like had it all going. Yeah, very extremely charming. But it doesn't fucking matter. You know, mental health, like, doesn't care who the fuck you are. Nope. You could be anybody. Exactly. You could be anyone. You could have everything in the world and still feel like you're empty. Still feel sure. like this life is intolerable, you know. Mm-hmm. And 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 this is, I mean, we and we will continue. I will continue to say it, and I know, I know you will as well. Is that there is that there's any point point in time somebody out there, whoever whoever is listening to this, has these intrusive thoughts or has these feelings, never hesitate, never hesitate in reaching out to me, never hesitate in reaching out to her, Absolutely. never hesitate because I mean, this is what we're here for. We're here, we're here to be able to listen. I mean, and if yeah. we can't, if we have, to, if we if we don't have the answers. We'll do everything that can we can to help you find the answers, right. whether it's directing you to a, a person or an organization that that can provide you with those answers. Whatever the case is, you can always yeah. reach us. If it's not just through our our, our socials, um, uh, you can you can do it through, I mean, through the hotline. You can always call us on the hotline. You can just right. reach us out, reach out for us there. Um, we're we're here to we're here to listen for anything. We're here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, for any of that, and of course, if you want to just send us a message and say, "Hey, what's up?" and 
and all of that, then yeah, of course, um, that ho- that number to the hotline, 310-494-6811, 310-494-6811, um, it's available to you 24-7, doesn't matter, just dial it up, leave us a message, that's fine. You can also send us messages through um, our social medias, they're always open, My, you can find those. Now we've been having, I, I, and I think I talked to you about this, uh, but I want to bring it up uh now i actually had to make some modifications to the website um yes. because there was i don't know there's some issues with the, the 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 hosting service that i did so what i did in place of it in the meantime is i actually recreated the website on a different uh, uh platform and the website itself is the only thing is different is you don't have to go to hotmesspodcast.com go to hotmesspodcast.net right now so just go to hotmesspodcast.net exact same thing you'll find all the information there you can look us up there um, but you can find us there. Uh, com. I want to I wanna at least try to get it back up as soon as possible. I'm just having issues with the provider, the service provider that we had there. So right now, so you for can now. go to, yeah. I mean, um, I'm going to have it where you can actually go to either one, hotmesspodcast.com or .net. It's going to work fine either way. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll buy the, you know, I'll buy the websites for .info and .canada or whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> It doesn't matter, but right now uh, you can find us at hotmesspodcast.net. Um, and you can also scroll down if you wanted to, if you, if you just want to vent, if you just need to say something just to get it off your chest, you can do that anonymously by sending us a message there, just typing it in there. We did get a couple of anonymous messages that I did want to read just to see if we can answer them uh, uh, on here. Let me bring those up here. we got two of them, and they're not serious messages, fun messages, but still. Um the first one is, and we can just go through this with these really quick, is the worst advice you've ever given. What is the worst advice you've ever given? Not what you've ever gotten, but what you've ever given. <laughs> well, it was so funny because I was just talking about this on my TikTok live and they were like, what's the best advice you can give for getting over someone? <laughs> and I was like, you can't get over someone until you get under someone. And I was like, wait, you shouldn't take advice from me. No, <laughs> <laughs> so no, don't don't listen to me because I'm going to be like, be a hoe, honey. Okay, go get it. Go get that dick, whatever you want. Like, you know, <laughs> but no, I mean, honestly, I'm not the best at relationship advice. I've been through a lot in relationships and marriage and, you know, separation and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I would say, yeah, don't don't come for me for advice. I when it comes to that kind of stuff, because I think everyone's situation is very different. And, you know. Yeah, for me, as far as the worst, I I feel that the worst advice I've ever given was something that I didn't think was the worst advice until, you know, until further reflection and just a better understanding of what people can and do go through. And that worst advice was don't let it bother you. Don't let it bother. Oh, yeah. Whatever the case is, I can't say if that. And I won't say if that someone anymore. Said that, yeah, if someone said that to me or if you said that to me, I'd be like, fuck you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, uh, no, yeah, I, I would. I would be. Bother me. I yeah. would have no. I would have no. Yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah I just don't yeah. think that is fair. That is in yeah. any way sound advice. Yeah. Don't let it bother you. Just makes it seem like it shouldn't right. be important. And or if get it is important, it. yeah. I mean, that's, that's the same thing. And so I can't, I, 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 that, and I have given that advice before. I will yeah. never do that again. Yeah. Because when I was given that advice, I wasn't looking at it from their perspective. I was looking at it from right. mine and to think, why were you, if uh, why would it, why would you let it bother you if it wouldn't bother me? Right. That's how I was looking at it. And that's wrong. 
That is wholeheartedly wrong to even think that. So, yeah, that is the worst advice I have ever given. It's so, simple, but it makes sense. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the other question was, what's your favorite TV show? Oh, my favorite TV show is Law and Order SVU. That's an right. easy one. Yeah, that was um, an easy one. We've actually had this conversation before as well. So, yeah. Um, so I first found my love for that show when I went to jail because <laughs> I went to jail for 14 days. Right. And that's what you were watching in there, correct? It's the only thing they played in like the main room and stuff like that. And I had never seen it before. And um, I loved it. And then once I got out, I was addicted to it. And there's so many seasons. So oh, I gosh. They're the like seasons. on their 25th, 26th 25th, even? 25th. Yeah. I think in November, they're going on their 26th season. But yeah. um, I've watched every single season multiple times. I've gone back and rewatched and binge watched. I love Mariska Hargitay. Mariska Hargitay is she, amazing. I love her so oh much. Oh, my gosh. Liv. She's a queen. Uh, Christopher Maloney. I always wish they would be together, but they're not. But yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah, you want Benson and Stable to be together show. so bad. So. Oh yeah, oh yeah, of course, of course. Who doesn't? Right. And for mine, I think we've uh, she's. I mean, we've we've already talked about it. But mine is Castle. I love Castle. The yeah. dynamic between yeah. those two, and I uh, still need you, to watch it. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, then you still, you still need to actually log it back into my Apple TV so you can. Well, actually, I don't know or Hulu, my Hulu. Um, I do. Yeah. Uh, but. That show is it's 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 also a crime procedural mystery crime procedural. Um, so that the the cast in there is just top notch in my book. I just absolutely love every single cast member in there, even through the yeah. weird things that they go to, and the fact that I do love it, I do appreciate it because it is a show based off of two characters for the most. It's based right. off the main characters, but they do the other cast. They do have their storylines and they do have their shows that come up that where it's just about something that's going on in their world. And I love that. Those shows are great. Yeah. Those shows are wonderful um, to see them go through that. So I, I, I do love to see that as well because they do actually give homage and they, they show respect to the rest of the cast as well, which I love. Just like they have with, with, with SVU where like you see a show about something that happened in Munch's world or Tutuolo had to, you know, had to do something. It was... Uh, it was a specific deal on just. You know, uh, Munch just died. Uh, uh, Richard died Belzer couple, dies two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, Richard Belzer died two weeks ago. So, so sad. I know. In his home in Italy, he was in Italy. I know. That's, he good, he moved to Italy. Him. That's crazy, yeah. and I good love that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he had a he had a really long loving life. Yes. I wanna um I wanna bring up I I can't find it right now, but there was a quote that um of his that I'll have to look for it again and I'll send it to you. Okay. Uh, a, a quote that he made about when. I think it was when George Carlin passed away mm -hmm. and his, uh, his conversation, a conversation he had with George Carlin. And this was, I think it was on the David Letterman show. And it was just a beautiful, beautiful quote, just because Munch, I mean, if, if you guys didn't know, I mean, if you know the show, uh, but you didn't know Richard Belzer, Richard Belzer was a stand-up comedian. Yeah, he was. He was a stand-up yeah. comedian, yeah. funny stand-up comedian. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he was a part of that community show. and he gets on a serious <laughs> show and he's always, and he actually, I think they said that his character Munch probably holds the record for being on mo the most, uh, amount of different shows. Munch has yeah. shown up in like, I think seven different series, right? Yeah. Not, not Richard Belzer, but Munch, the character yes. has showed up in seven yeah. different, you know, that's crazy. I love, that. I love I the love fact that. that they did that. So I love that. Well, I want to I want to end the podcast on one more small quote and 
It's by Robin Williams. And then we'll end it. This one's a little funny. And I really liked this one by him. This was like my little extra bonus. You guys ready? If women ran the world, we wouldn't have wars. Just intense negotiations every 28 days. (laughs) I love Robin Williams so much. I love that quote. I love him so so much. So much. Such a good guy, man. Right. We wouldn't. I mean, I think women, you know, would run the world a little differently, but still be tough at the same time. But if yeah, for those of you guys who haven't dig haven't uh haven't dived deep into his stand up routines, especially oh his 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 like big ones, like the ones where he was on Broadway or he had his one man show on Broadway, find those so because good. it's so great. So it's good. hilarious and so insightful. So I re- insightful. I remember watching a really funny Robin Williams stand up comedy and he was talking because his arms he was a hairy guy, right? Very hairy. His arms were super hairy, and he was talking about his arm as like a vagina, right? I love that one so much. And he was like shoving his face. And he fell asleep. But wait, 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 wait. (laughs) So I watched that with my grandmother. (laughs) And the whole entire time, my mom and dad are looking at me, and we're like, oh, shit. What the fuck did we just do? We're watching this with my grandma. like, And we're like, this is fucking awkward. But I love oh, that one. Oh that, my gosh. See, I remember that one yes, so bad. Just because so, he's <laughs> so good. Yes. He is so, yeah, it was brilliant. Yes. It was brilliant. Well, I'm glad that we ended the podcast on a light note. And I'm glad this episode happened because, you know, there's been so much that's been going on in my life. And even you, Ernesto, you know, yeah. like it's it's kind of been a funk lately. And I really needed this. So I'm glad that we're kind of getting back into the groove of things. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Thank you guys, as always, for listening, tuning in, being a huge support system for myself and Ernesto. And and yeah, we love you guys so much. So, so much. For sure. Yes. Most definitely. All right, you guys. Well, I hope you enjoy the rest of your Monday, the rest of your week. Remember, you know, do something kind for somebody else. We love you. And we'll be back for another episode of A Hot Mess Podcast next Monday. Love you guys. Love you, Ernesto. Love you, too. All right. Bye. Sitting in the park on a Sunday afternoon. Me and the crew just jamming the oldie tune. Sipping on a cold bottle. A brewski. Gabe over swig. He passed it back to me. Everyone loves a good comeback story, right? Seabiscuit. The Mighty Ducks. Robert Downey Jr. Uh, who Rocky. else? Rocky. Yes. Kim Kardashian. Kim, well. In the video, she gets, she gets come on her back, I think. <laughs> Wait, have you ever unicycled? I feel like no. if we if we can ride a bike. No, I I think that's I think you're being presumptuous there. I don't I can't even swim. I can't even ice skate. <laughs> you think I can unicycle? Work your way up, and that's too advanced for me. I'm good at laying down. I'm good at watching. I'm good at clapping. I'm good at supporting from the sidelines. Okay, I'm an active listener, and I'm an active audience member. I will always ooh and ah. I will always ooh and ah. You are going to love this. Erosion tea really supercharges the bacteria in your colon. Plus, it smells interesting. Waft it. Are we actually ever going to drink it or we're just going to sniff it? I love sniffing. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) Wow, that's disgusting. Yes, it's very hard to drink. What are you laughing at? Cheese is for moss. Are you make moss? Why don't you get in your spaceship like McMouse? What are you talking about? McMouse. What is a McMouse? McMouse. I don't understand what McMouse is. McMouse. I don't understand. I don't know what the word is.
Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Are you saying Mickey Mouse? Yes. In America, honey. Okay. Mickey Mouse, he's earthbound.